0: What's going on, people? It's your boy Leech or Kalichi or Kalichi or Kels back with another episode of Rambling Mind Podcast. How y'all doing on this Labor Day weekend? Hope y'all had a wonderful one. I hope y'all enjoyed yourself. I hope y'all got some time from work and were able to stay home and just chill. I really hope you got some some R&R time. or just able to whether it's celebrate with people, celebrate with people you love and you are around them. I hope you're able to do that on this Labor Day weekend. Uh, and, you know, yeah. Oh, uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm super nervous to do this podcast, man. All of a sudden, I was like about to hop on the mic and I was just like, my heart started racing a little bit. I got a little bit nervous. I was just like, man, what's going on? Why am I so nervous about doing this? I don't understand why I'm nervous. But anyway, thank you all for checking out the podcast. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, please hit that subscribe button. It will mean a lot to me. We try to do a lot of different things on this podcast. As the title says, it is a rambling mind podcast because I go on a lot of tangents. I go on a lot of rambles. I just talk about all kinds of stuff. I talk about sports, I talk about life, I talk about faith, I talk about technology, I talk about business, I talk about all kinds of stuff, a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. And I try to just share that with other people. I said, if I'm interested in this stuff, I'm sure there are some people out there who will care about this stuff. And so I was like, let me make a podcast. Hence why I am here. And as you already noticed, I'm rambling on and on. So let's just get right into it. First of all, for all those down south and for all those in Florida, Georgia, um, the Bahamas and all that, you guys know about this. Probably are paying more attention to it with Hurricane Dorian. Uh, Started out with Tropical Storm Dorian, but now it is a full-blown hurricane. They're saying it's going to be a Category 5 hurricane. So, you know, my prayers are with y'all and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it just misses the whole coast. Uh, Right now, it's saying that it might hit the coast of Florida, the eastern coast of Florida and Georgia and North Carolina and, uh, and South Carolina. So I'm just hoping that even though it may hit, that it won't be as bad as Hurricane Michael or as bad as any of the other ones that have come through. And we're just praying and hoping that all y'all stay safe. Uh, take care of the things you need to take care of today. Go shopping, go buy all the necessary things. Check out what your uh, emergency step-by-step uh, step is. Check out what what you need to be able to uh, survive the time you need to survive while this thing may come and hit. So, you know, go to the store, buy up all the stuff you need, lights, camera, oh, I said camera, I meant lights, flashlights, candles, water, uh canned foods, all that stuff. Just, you know, get stocked, get prepared. And just in general for everybody, just have an emergency kit available to you so that in case of emergencies or in case of anything like this, you're always prepared just because we never know when an emergency situation can pop up. It can be your car breaking down and you don't have anybody that can get to you. It can be anything like that. It can be a small thing that becomes a big thing. So just have some kind of emergency kit. Uh, I know I've been creating my emergency kit a little bit, little by little. I got a weather radio I got some flashlights. I got some clean clothes. I just need to, you know, gather all this stuff, put some water, some food and all that stuff and keep it somewhere that is easily accessible that anybody who needs it can get to it as quickly as possible. If you live with people and just have a plan in general, of if this happens, this is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to go. This is how we're going to deal with the situation, especially if you have a family. It's so important that you you really handle what it needs to be handled on the front end rather than on the back end when you're really when stuff when stuff really hits the fan and you start freaking out and trying to figure out what to do so take care of those things up front so you can handle the situation and speaking of hurricane dorian it is predicted by analysts that this is going to cost insurance companies anywhere from 10 to 20 million dollars from damages so That's something interesting. But anyway, who takes pity on insurance companies? They always complain when you need their help as if you ain't paying them all this time. And they're not doing giving you anything. They're not trying to help you out anyway. Anyway, that's me going on a tangent on insurance companies and how, you know, they can just take your money and they ain't going to do anything with it. But anyway, again, happy Labor Day to every single person out there. I hope y'all are having a lovely Labor Day. I hope you're able to go to a cookout, eat some good food. If, if that's not possible, I hope you're able to chill and stay home and read a book or sleep or whatever it is that you want to do. And I just hope you're having a good, relaxed weekend. Uh, we'll jump into some of the sports stuff later on, talking about some of the games that happened during Labor Day weekend. But first things first, we got to talk about these business moves, man. We got to talk and give you all an update on trade war, because you know me, I'm trying to keep a track of this thing, and tell, share with y'all how this thing does affect you, because when the trade war first started, we just kind of were like, ah, whatever, it doesn't really affect us, but now we're getting more and more into the nitty-gritty, 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 ah, it doesn't matter, but yeah, of what it's gonna affect, so, Last week, I believe I talked about how it's going to start affecting your bottom line. It's going to start affecting your pockets. And that continues and holds firm as today is the first when I'm recording this. You probably hear this on Tuesday. But when I'm recording this, the tariffs are now fully in effect, fully in effect on consumer goods. So prior to now, a lot of the tariffs have been on more of processing goods. So stuff that uh, you used to make other things so it's stuff that companies have to swallow on their end but now companies are not going to be able to swallow a lot of this so it's going to start showing up in the prices of consumer goods so things like canoe paddles uh footwear ap- uh, apparel 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 like clothings and all that stuff smart watches tv sporting goods diapers diapers is a big one especially for those people who are having kids i'm sorry but those prices And diapers are already expensive to start off with. So those prices are going to get even more expensive. It's expected that 29% of consumer goods that we get that America, this is focused on America, by the way, that Americans get from China will be subject to tariffs. And then it's going to spike later in the year. And I think later in the month to about 69% of goods. So we're really, really going to start seeing it in our budgets. We're really, really going to have to have to start adjusting our budgets to be able to meet these things. In other words, some of the things that we could buy before, we might not be able to buy again. And some uh, some of the things that we're used to getting, we're not going to be getting them at the same price that we've been used to. So keep that in mind when you're going shopping, especially uh After Labor Day and all the Labor Day sales and everything, just know that there is going to be a spike in prices because companies are not going to be able to keep swallowing those tariff prices, keep swallowing those price spikes. Somebody else has to pay for it. And it's also key to think about on the other side. One of the things that has been helping the U.S. economy kind of evade. The issues of the trade war is the, is the fact that consumers were spending a lot. It wasn't investors that were helping the economy at this point. It was a lot of consumer spending. Consumer spending has been wonderful the last two quarters. It's been really good. Consumer spending has just been a really good. They haven't expected it to be this good, but it's been really good. People are going out there. People are spending money. People aren't trying to hoard money, which is good to save, but it's also good for the economy when people are, save, are spending money as well. Like one of the things we go back to the 2008 uh, uh, recession, what happened was everybody freaked out about what was going on and people started saving their money rather than spending money, which hurt the economy even more so. So right now people are spending money, but as you and I know, once things start getting expensive, guess what we do? We go home. We're like, this thing is too expensive. Me, I cannot, I cannot afford it. So let me just carry myself, go home and, and just manage what I have rather than when something looks to be cheap or inexpensive we tend to be like okay well i can i can make it work but when it starts getting into those prices where we just feel like it shouldn't be in that price range we start uh we don't buy more so it's going to be interesting how uh to see how the how the economy reacts with the prices going up, especially as we head into the holiday season, especially as we head into the biggest shopping periods of time, which is it starts with Labor Day. And then it goes into you, you see your holiday season in November, a lot of shopping. You're going to be seeing a lot of sales and stuff like that come up. So we're going to it's going to be interesting to see how that affects all of those shopping time. But yeah, so on, on another news that I just found super interesting The EPA, in case if you don't know what EPA stands for, I don't either. I'm going to look it up and let y'all know. EPA stands for Environmental Protection Agency. So they do all the stuff that has to do with the environment, uh, creating regulations for businesses to follow to make sure that they are helping the environment, making sure that they are not doing stuff that is too adverse to the environment and making, uh, regulations just to keep things a little bit better. You know, we already have too many issues that's going on with climate change and climate control and things that can hurt the water system things that can hurt ecosystems and stuff like that they handle all of that stuff but it's just interesting uh one of the things i was reading this week is how the epa is rolling back regulations on methane now if you don't know methane uh, so we all know CO2 for the environment. We breathe out CO2 and CO2 is not the best thing for the environment because it traps heat and it causes heat to just kind of stay rather than evaporate into the, into go away. So on, which is why we love trees because trees devour CO2. That's why we have that relationship with why are we cutting down trees and all that kind of stuff so trees help with co2 taking co2 in and quenching co2 and producing o2 which is what humans breathe in case you don't know i like my o2 it makes me feel good my lungs are powered we are ready to go my brain gets oxygen it's ready to take but anyway uh so yeah now if you have the understanding of co2 being a heat trapping agent which is why the earth is getting warmer because we don't have as many trees trapping co2 well ch4 is worse i was reading online and it said that well not online in general i was reading an article and it said that ch4 is worse about 80 times worse because it traps heat up to 80 times more heat than co2 however it doesn't stay in the atmosphere as long as co2 does so it traps a whole lot more heat but it doesn't stay in the atmosphere as long but it's still pretty bad when you have both co2 And ch4 methane going at the same time well some of the biggest producers of methane is your cows you know our animals and stuff like that um and every time you gas you kind of release methane so even we ourselves we are pollutants for the environment with methane but we don't produce that much methane but another part of of uh producers of ch4 is oil companies produce a lot of uh, methane they produce a lot of that into the environment and during the Obama administration, they had started increasing restrictions on it to force uh, companies to have caption, um, methane caption devices in the plants to make sure that methane is being captured and then being sh- shredded down into something else. So you have like scrubbers and all this stuff that you're being forced to put into the plant to make sure that that's not being released into the environment. Well, with the new administration in power, one of the biggest things they've been doing is de- I don't want to say deregulating, but reducing those restrictions that that was put in place to ensure that we're helping the environment and things like that. And it's funny because I was reading this article and I just found it so funny because you would think that industry that uh, people in the industry, the oil industry would be excited about having these restrictions or excited about these restrictions going away. But rather it's the opposite reaction that we got. So from companies like Exxon, Shell, and BP, they're against rolling back on the on these restrictions. Now, there's a part of me that got excited. I was like, oh yes, correct. That's what it should be. You people should be should be uh, uh helping the environment, should be doing all these things that is not hurting the environment, you should be standing up for it. But then you read a little bit further in and you understand why they're standing up for helping the environment and standing up for not reducing the regulations. And the reason why is basically they've shifted their business practices, even though they're still in the oil industry, they're shifting more into natural gas. And with natural gas, the process of not having to deal with all that is a lot better. It's a little bit it's cleaner than using oil and using fossil fuels. So they're excited about going in that direction and a lot of stuff is forcing because of the regulations that were being put in place it was forcing companies to be focused on other fuel sources rather than fossil fuels so it's forcing them to go into natural gas and so since these companies have switched into that lane a lot more they don't want anything that can possibly distract companies from from companies that have these restrictions on them especially like power plants and stuff like that that have these restrictions of on capturing these uh these greenhouse gases and stuff like that making sure it's not going into the atmosphere they don't want anything to distract them from going to be more natural gas so for them it's all about the bottom line there's no company where it's not about the bottom line so you have other companies smaller companies smaller in the sense of compared to these ones that still are like all for the uh, regulations because they're big into the oil industry and it will cost them less To have to keep up with all the regulations and have to keep up with how do we clean this up? How do we make sure we're not polluting and all that stuff? So it's just interesting to me to to just kind of think about that. But even apart from all that, it's just interesting to hear like industry tell the government we need more restrictions and the government say, no, we don't want to give you more restrictions. It's just... It's interesting to just think about where we are now in society. I was reading another article the other day where I was talking about how it's no longer governments that are enforcing, especially with a lot of who's in power in a lot of countries nowadays, it's no longer governments that are enforcing environmental laws. It's now investors that are forcing companies that are withholding investments in companies to force them to do the right things for the environment, mainly because of the, because now... Public outcry and public perception is a lot more, is a lot more, is more of a bigger deal than what the government says because the public is the one that buys your product. It's the public that, that use your product. So when the public feels like you are doing something wrong, they tend to boycott things and companies don't like being boycotted. They want us, they want people to buy their product. So, social, social status, uh, social status is the way i put it. Okay. I'll say social status is now more important to companies than, um, than government requirement. I think I I talked about it with how CEOs had signed a declaration to change things up because that social status is so important. It hurts their bottom line. If a report comes out that they're not doing something right, it, there's an adverse response from when we have all this Twitter stuff that goes off when we have all this Instagram stuff going on. They don't want all that negative backlash. They want to be on the good PR side of things. So it's pretty interesting that the government is like, oh, we're going to roll back these things. And they are saying, no, enforce them more on us. Put more of these restrictions on us to make us look like the good guys, you know? And so that's the kind of thing that they've been focusing more on. So moving on from the business world, let's go into something with technology. And most of my technology topics are going to be on Apple because Apple tends to shape the way things go. Of course, we'll talk about other companies. We'll talk about the Googles of the world. We'll talk about the Facebooks of the world, but these, and we'll talk about Microsoft and all these other companies, but these four companies, well, five and Amazon, these five companies tend to shape the tech space a lot. Uh, but anyway, recently apple it was discovered that there was an apple vulnerability that has been available for two years where hackers could go through a backdoor to take control of somebody's iphone so google has a service called project zero and this is where they they go through different services whether it be windows whether it be mac whether it be ios whether it be android whatever service that is out there whatever software service is out there Google has a team called Project Zero where they focus on finding ways to hack the service, finding ways to to just looking for vulnerabilities in the service, mainly because of a selfish reason. One, because if they find that vulnerability, it affects them as well because Google services tend to be on everything else. And then two, to provide a service just to the tech, tech sphere as a whole to make sure that where they're helping people discover vulnerabilities within their system. But anyway, so... Project Zero discovered a problem or a exploit that hackers could use in Apple's vulnerability with cybersecurity. So what they found was for about two years, they found out that... That you that hackers could take control of somebody's iPhone and have access to everything on that iPhone, where basically it was like a back door if you if you went to some websites or something like that, it just gave them easy access to control your phone now if you restarted your phone, the whole access would be wiped away, and they will have to they will need you to go back into it but apparently this was something that had been reported in the past, and Apple hadn't done anything about it so the way the vulnerability stuff works is. Google will give you some time to resolve the problem. And if you don't resolve the problem, they're going to put it out there in the public for just put it out for everybody to know about it. So it's just it wasn't a good look for Apple for two reasons. One, Apple is known as the company that you are protect like they privacy is important. There's they can never be hacked they are just the way they frame themselves is like, we are the system to come to. If you don't want to ever be hacked, if you want your privacy to be secured, all that stuff. So they've been putting really, really, really putting on for that. So it's just, it's weird that after this was reported, they didn't really do anything about it. And then on the other side of it, the day this was reported was the same day Apple had begun sending out invitations for them to announce their new products coming out in September, which I will talk about it because I am a tech head, especially if Apple comes out with nonsense. I have to talk about it. I like throwing shade at Apple because they're Apple, even though they make really good products and I can't really hate on the products anymore. I just like to throw shade. But... Um, it was the same day they announced that that Google decided let's drop this for public, uh, public perception as well to reframe the whole thing. So it was just interesting that Apple announces, hey, we're throwing an event for our new watches, our new iPhones, our new everything, and Google announces, well, y'all have a vulnerability in your new, in your iOS software, so. It's just interesting, the back and forth of how companies try to diminish each other while also cloaking it in with trying to help you and help the society as a whole. But yeah, it's just interesting. So, but anyway, and also the other part of it was also... Apple has been big on privacy, as I said, they've been throwing shade at everybody else on the whole. If it's if it's Apple, you are the only one that needs to see it. If you put it on Apple, nobody else will see it. And privacy, you won't get ads and all that good stuff. But it was also revealed that Apple themselves apparently don't live up to their standard of privacy as well. So in case you didn't know, Siri does listen, listen in on your, on your conversations, even when you don't call out Siri. In case you don't know, all these devices, whether it be a Google Home, whether it be Alexa, whether it be Siri, whether it be Cortana, whatever the service you have, they do listen in, whether you think they do or not. And it's just the way, that's just the way it's, it is. Now we're moving on more and more into the world where we're not going to have that availability of complete privacy. But anyway, it was just interesting that Apple, who stands for that, it was found out that Siri does listen in on, on, listen in on, on conversations, even when you don't call for Siri. And then they also have other people, which this was the biggest part of that is, as much as they say they're private, Even they had people on the back end who listen in on those conversations, who listen in, even if it was a private conversation that Siri was never called or Siri was never like summoned, it still listens in and picks up some of those conversations. So people on the back end are actually listening to your private conversation. So, you know, yeah. So you're just going to have to welcome to the year 2019 and deal with that. But anyway, you just found that interesting and now we go from tech news, some interesting tech news, into sports. So, yeah, Man U still sucks. Man U still sucks. They got another tie this weekend. I don't know, man. This season just feels like we're just going to have to go through the... We're just going to have to, like... We're just going to have to endure to all my Man U fans. We're just going to have to endure uh how they're going to tie against Southampton. I don't know, but, you know, it is what it is. But on to football let's talk about American football because that's where it's at right now so it's really kicked off it's really in the season I'm gonna talk about the teams that I enjoy if you want me to talk about any of these other teams I'll put it down in the comments below but I'm talking about the biggest games that happened yesterday and those games were and yesterday being Saturday on the day I'm recording this it was Auburn versus Oregon and Alabama versus Duke that were some of the biggest games and you know there was an amazing comeback in the Auburn versus Oregon game. In the second half, Auburn came all the way from being down 18 and won the game. The only bad thing is I was getting bored and frustrated with the first half because I am an Auburn fan. Yes, I said I was at Alabama. I'm Alabama an Auburn fan because I am from Alabama. Come at me. Come get at your boy. But anyway, so the second half, I kind of fell asleep the whole game until the very end. And I was just so annoyed. Like, it was just so annoying. Like, you've been watching a game, it's boring, nothing is happening, and then all of a sudden, everything changes, and I missed the entire thing. Missed the entire thing. It was so annoying. And then Alabama, of course, did what Alabama does and just completely destroyed Duke, unfortunately, from Duke. You know, sorry, Duke. But Alabama just, they did what Alabama does. They dominated. But anyway, those were some of the biggest games from the weekend as far as the ones I cared about. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to see what the season looks like in college football. And then I, the NFL starts next week, so it's going to be fun. And then as far as soccer, it's about to be the international break, which nobody likes because half the time you can't watch any of those games. Moving on from that, let's close this thing out with a few interesting articles that I've been reading or I read, and I think you guys can really enjoy and get something out of it. So the first article is pretty funny, but not really. Uh, it's on something called the werewolf syndrome. If you haven't heard about this, so in a hospital, 17 babies all of a sudden started sprouting hair all over their body. Like hair was growing on babies' faces were growing on the, like places where hair shouldn't be growing on a baby hair was growing and they were like, what's going on? What's actually happening? And what they found out was somehow the a hair loss drug and a gastric, gastric, gastric reflex drug labels were flipped and so the babies were that were supposed to be given the gastric reflux drug were given hair loss drug and so they sprouted hair all over it and this just made me think about that one um that one meme where they always you know that you see a thing and it's just like you had one job like literally you had one job now these children now these babies hopefully there's a way to kind of help them go back to in normal state and i hope this is just a temporary thing but it's just like come on man now these people have to deal with this now this is ridiculous and then the other the other article i have for y'all is it's called the dehumanization of refugees and i just thought this article is so especially with our with the time period that we are at right now it's just interesting to read about what uh refugees go through when they're tr- they're fleeing from their homes and looking for asylum and it's not just to the u.s this is happening all over the place happening in different countries everywhere where people are fleeing to there and then the countries kind of are just in a way abusing them and just not showing them any love or treating them as humans in any way they're just kind of demeaning them into animals so i think it's a good article if you are if you cry easily you will cry when you read this article because there's some stuff in there about children and how guards just kind of throw kids all over the place, kick kids all around. It is very graphic in a, in a way. So, um, But I just thought I'll share that with y'all. If you have some time, read the article. It's, it's a bit of a long article, but it really, really like shows how the problem proceeds all over the world, not just in the US, but it proceeds everywhere where people kind of reach a point where they're just like, you know what? We don't want any more of these people in our country and all this other stuff. But it's just, It was just interesting. and it's, it's really heartfelt. But anyway, that's all I got for, for y'all this time around. I hope y'all had a wonderful labor weekend. And I hope y'all are ready to attack this week and just go at it full force and take control and dominate the whole week. It's going to be a short week, so enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. And I'm going to catch y'all up on the other one. Until then, it's been Leach. God bless y'all. And thank you for listening to the Rambling Mind podcast. Peace.